Hi, y'all. This is Kristen Chenoweth. Hi, I'm Gloria Stefan. This is Sarah Bareilles. Hi, I'm Patty Lapone. This is Lynn Manuel Miranda. You're listening to the Broadway Podcast Network. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, Lil. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, Lil. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Kevin, guess what? What, Rob? We now have over 50 iTunes <sighs> reviews. Huzzah! Huzzah! Indeed! Oh. We are climbing those iTunes rating charts. That's amazing. Yeah. How do we climb even higher? Can you take <laughs> me high enough? little rock of ages for you you know i like that you took it up so high too you didn't even you like went right to the tenor place i was gonna do no robert goulet like no can you take me high enough thanks for coming out tonight and my falsetto there (laughs) thank you and a little sergio frankie yeah a little sergio it's never over Much like the 24-hour buffet down in the lobby of the Dunes Casino, me and Sid the Caesar, tonight's only at the Mirage. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Well, lovely listeners, this is where you come in. This is how we're going to climb those iTunes rating charts. That's right. Lovely listeners, if you love us, would you go to iTunes, click on the iTunes store, search for Behind the Curtain, Broadway's Living Legends. Then click on Ratings and Reviews. Under the Customer Reviews, click Write a Review. Then let us know what you think from one to five stars. That's right. And you can leave comments, too, like, Kevin Thomas is a god. Or, Rob, who the hell is Hervé Villachez? Who, 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 who is Hervé Via, uh, via, sh- oh my god! I fell for it again. You fell for that it. That wasn't even the, the man script. has never done <laughs> one musical in his entire life, and he gets mentioned more than Stephen. Right, Sondheim. but I love him from James the Bond. Okay, anyway, oh, yes. guys, help us out, please. please. Thanks, everyone. <laughs> Hi, friends, and welcome back to part two of our interview with the wonderful Charles Strauss. This interview is going to pick up with "It's a Bird, It's a Plane, It Is Superman." Once again, our apologies about the audio quality. We worked very hard to fix it so you could hear all of Charles's brilliance. And very exciting news for Behind the Curtains, Broadway's Living Legends. Uh, Charles is going to talk about the wonderful musical Nick and Nora. And if you want to hear about more of Nick and Nora, please come out to Feinstein's 54 Below on May 2nd for the Nick and Nora reunion concert. Uh, produced and directed by one of our wonderful faithful listeners, Stephen Carl McCasland, uh, and narrated by yours truly. Also, the cast features Barry Bostwick, Joanna Gleason, 
Chris Sarandon and Christine Petty. How cool is that? So join us for that on May 2nd at Feinstein's 54 Below, the Nick and Nora reunion concert. That's a 7 o'clock show and a 9.30 show. But enough self-promotion about myself. Let's go back to Charles. Then, after Golden Boy, comes another one of everybody's favorites. Boy, you, Charles Strauss is really everybody's favorite composer. It's true. Every, every, it really, we're not saying that. Right, just yeah, to be nice, it's very really true. Nice um, it's a bird, it's a plane, it's oh, Superman. Show. Oh, yeah. Which is so joyous oh. and so wonderful. Now, okay, so this is also your, is it your first collaboration with Hal Prince as director? Is that yes. right? So what is it like working with Hal Prince before he really became? Oh, no, he was Hal Prince then. As a pro- as, mostly as a producer, as is a that producer, correct? Yeah, as but, a director as much. Um Wonderful. I mean, we, we became the closest friend. We went through one very bad period, and I don't remember why that was. Oh, yes. Uh, uh, it was at the end of uh, the run of Superman. Uh, he did what everybody wants to do, but uh, I felt unfairly that uh, uh, it oughtn't to be, and that is closing night. Before closing night, he went to Europe. Oh. And that's the night when we all needed him. Of course. Uh, oh, yeah. uh, but he explained to me, he, he was he was hurt by my thinking that. Uh, but we've remained very close friends. Yeah. Before we went on the air, you were saying that you, you two were a little competitive with each other. And... Oh, well, just joking, because he went to the University of Pennsylvania. He said, uh, I went when I was 16. And I said, Hal, I went to college when I was 15. <laughs> <laughs> we just wanted that on record that, that, that you got to one-up them a little bit. Whose idea was to take a, the Superman comic strip yeah. and make it into a musical? Yeah. Who, uh, it was not uh, our idea. It was David Newman and... Uh, uh, who was the other uh, author? That's terrible. Uh, oh, gosh. Uh, David Newman and... Uh, these are really good friends. David passed on. Uh, it was uh, David Newman's son's idea. Okay. He came to us one day and he said, really? my son had a great idea, I think. And we said, oh, we love it. We love it. And uh, it was it was hard to do, but it was so much fun. What were some of the challenges of putting this on stage? Well, I can't remember all of them, but I mean, uh, cer- certainly as far as my uh, uh, job was, uh, you know, it, it I couldn't do it as science fiction. I had to find a, a tone for it uh, where it was real. Uh, I think Lee expressed it best in a song like You've Got Possibilities. Mm. That, uh, it's it's not a love song. There is one uh, uh, love song of What I've Always Wanted, which I thought Lee solved terrifically because it was all about her. It was all about Lois. Mm-hmm. And... Uh, uh, he never uh, his his song. Uh, I, I well, we tried to capture Clark Kent's quality when it became, which was uh, my job, uh, doing good. Yes, mm-hmm. every man has a job to do, and we found the right guy for it. He was so sincere. He and he went out to sign autographs at the end of the show in his Superman, and he started to believe he was. Superman. Hi, kids. He was a, he was an actor, a singer, a baritone, wonderful guy, and uh, but he saw, he started to assume the cape. You know, oh, and, wow. Hey, thank you for coming, kids. I used to like to see him do it after that. That's show. so cool. Yeah. <laughs> Most 
cars <laughs> jump in the car and they go yeah, away. Get out of here, but still in character. I love yeah. that. Uh, Jack Cassidy. Oh, Jack was. I loved him. He was my favorite. My favorite Golden Age performer is Jack Cassidy. Me too. Um, and personally, we were very, very close. I was curious what kind of memories you had of him. Um, oh, very, very sweet yeah. memories. Yeah. Uh, he was the. Uh, Almost, you'd say the, the classic Pagliacci type. He, uh, the the funny guy who had a lot of um, sadness underneath. Yeah. Loves. Yeah. I've read two of his plays. He was a very good author. I don't know how good because we were very good friends, and I read them sure. a long time ago. But he wrote about his Irish family, and uh, he was he was very uh, uh, full of a great deal of sentiment. Mm-hmm. And uh, I would say he was one of the closest friends I made from the theater. Mm-hmm. You know, usually you break up with everybody. Uh, right, or the show closes yeah, or it moves yeah. on. You and think you're going to be friends forever. Totally. But I stayed friends with uh, Jack for a long time. And uh, uh, I don't know where to start about it. He was just a, a very, very decent man who had a very strong... Uh, tragic uh, strain in him yeah. uh, and uh, I read two of his plays one of which I remember uh, about an Irish family and all it was, it was full of the most heartfelt sentiment uh, and uh, yeah and he, he died in the most you know, surprising way yeah. Ugh, way too soon way too, yeah. I didn't even know he was a playwright I didn't know that he had a no he wasn't writer. known as that he, it was because we were friends he showed them and he said oh I'm working yeah, yeah. Yeah. I didn't know that. I would love to see. Jeez, I wish. Yeah, I, th- I, I don't remember much about them, uh, except that they were surprisingly sad and touching. Mm. And uh, yeah. he was just a lovely guy. Yeah. yeah. And a talent, too. Boy, he could yes. sing. I mean, and act. Oh, and, and act. Funny. Yeah. And sexy. He was yeah. everything. Yeah. I don't know if we have anybody like that that, that equals him today. No, it, I don't I agree. He he the whole thing was that he never took himself seriously yeah. and yet he played as though he was taking himself totally. seriously. Yeah. Totally. Uh, yeah. Luckily there's some film clips of him that I'm thankful for. Yeah, are, are still around. Um you know, it's going away from Broadway for a second. The, 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 all in the family. That is just everybody knows this. How did that come about? How did people approach you? And Mr. Adams and go, would you want to write a theme song for us? Because uh, I had done the music for The Night They Raided Minsky's. Yes. Mm -hmm. And so Norman and I were friends. And he uh, said he had this idea from a British series called uh, Till Death Do Us Part, I believe. And uh, uh, he had gotten CBS interested in it. And uh, and asked Lee and me to do the, uh, the, the theme song. Wow. Uh, which then he and CBS uh, took uh, half of it. Yeah, oh. I, I still I, I see Norman every once in a while. I said there must be a way that we can get it. It's ours. Uh, but now they've sold it, so of course it's, it's probably the most performed song we've ever had, and we get uh, Lee and I split half. Wow. So uh, oh my God, CBS I didn't know that. and Norman get the other half. When you're writing a song for for a show for Norman Lear and you're and you're doing it for this show, 
is it? Do you write the song and then they come back at you and say, "All right, that's great. Can you make it a little happier, though?" Or do they give well, you? Well, I've done that. I mean, I've been in advertising, so. Uh, oh. Uh, yeah, I was music director of an advertising company during a year of my life, <laughs> and uh, but uh, in this particular case, Norman had the script, and and uh, and we saw the British script, and uh, we came up with this. Song idea which he liked. That yeah. was it. That was it. Nice. Yeah, but it came from the idea of it, and how it was staged came from something uh, that it's not worth saying that I get the credit for. But it, it's true. My mother used to sit around uh, when when we were kids. My mother was a pianist, mm-hmm. and she played because he wanted to do it originally with a chorus and soloist. Oh, uh, with, uh, and I told him. When I grew up, my mother used to play. We would all sing the popular yeah. song. So uh, he liked that. But that was, I would say, my idea. Yeah. Ah. And it's well, so, it's so oh, iconic. I mean, completely. You know, look I'm telling. It's so iconic. Yeah. You know that. <laughs> no, I don't. I, yeah, it, is. it certainly is. That's incredible. I didn't know that you only received half of that, and then you yeah, have to split your half. Of course, with Lee, uh, properly. Yeah. But, uh, I, yeah, I would think I was with him... Oh, about a year and a half ago, I just called him and went over to his house and had a drink. And just at the time, he was making this giant sale of uh, the publishing, mm-hmm. and, uh, of which the song, I said, Norman, can't we get that back? They yeah. had it. It's yeah. a big song. He said, oh, no, no. He said, CBS won't, uh, you know, like was all CBS. But he and CBS own uh, half of the song. Okay. Well, well, thank you for writing it. <laughs> and hopefully our heartfelt thanks will yes. suffice for the, the millions of you you've lost on it. Um, how do you write a musical for someone that has a limited vocal range? And that's applause. Uh, well, in this particular case, she's terribly musical, Betty. That's what we've heard. Yeah. We've interviewed quite a few people. That, Don, that Pippin Don Pippin said that. Um, uh, who else did? Len Cario. Len Cario. Yeah. We, we interviewed, interviewed him. him. Yeah. Uh, even Leroy. Leroy Reams yeah. talked about it a little yeah. bit, too. Yeah, she's, she's very musical. Yeah. And a very... Uh, I think she's genuinely modest, but she plays the modest game a great deal. Yeah. You know, because uh, uh, I, I taught her all the songs, and when I was working with her, uh, I think she was more frightened than I was, and I was pretty... You know, there's Lauren Bacall. Right, what of course. Here? Uh, but uh, she's really, she was really scared and yet anxious to do it. She said she had never gotten up in front of people unless it was very dark in the room. <laughs> but the fact that she was very, she was just very musical. Yeah. So it was easy to... What? It was easy to construct that then. Uh, uh, I would say so. Yeah. Were, were you intimidated by the fact that it was such an iconic movie? How do you bring... Yes, I was. But I knew Joe Mankiewicz. That was a okay. that was a big yeah, uh, feather see. in my cap. Yeah, uh, and Joe and I were were actually became friends, and uh, good friends. He was a wonderful man, and inadvertently, uh, Lee made a terrible mistake when we won the Tony. I've never forgiven Lee for this, whom I love, but uh, Betty and Adolf and Lee and I. When we won the Tony, we were thrilled, and somebody had to make the speech, and uh, it was Lee. And I said to Lee, "If there's one, and Lee was drunk. That's inexcusable. I don't care how drunk you are. 
you can do something like this. And I said, Philippe, one thing you have to do is mention Joe Mankiewicz. It's his baby. He created yeah. the, the story. Yeah. Plus the fact that we became good friends. And Lee, who was very drunk, so I should forgive him, but I don't, he got out there and said, I'd like to thank Betty and Adolf and the, 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 never mentioned Joe's name. And it turned out Joe was very hurt by uh, him, yeah. who had been a friend of mine, and he's dead, and I can't ever explain to him uh, that it was Lee who was drunk who didn't do it. But the whole thing is Joe Mankiewicz. He yeah. created that, that story from right. nowhere. Yeah. I'm a wonderful man. What a, and, what a, and what movie did you work on with him? He hired you for this the lovely poster behind me. Yeah. Once upon a time, there was a yeah, crooked yeah. man. Yeah. Joseph L. Mankovitz production. Yeah, that's, that's where I met that's him. That's incredible. Uh, and the, what a cast in this one. Kirk oh, Douglas, Henry Yeah, Bond. what a bomb. It was. That's okay. Burgess Meredith? My goodness. It wasn't the poster It wasn't as good as it should have been. And uh, obviously, I take some of the blame because uh, uh, the, sto- the, uh, the score was... When I see the picture now, it's what I would call picayune. You know, it was uh, it was a little um, I can't think of the word like like too. Um, it tried too hard. Yeah, it didn't have yeah. Sense, earnest. Uh, yeah. Uh, um, my opinion only. Applause. The score is so celebratory. It's celebratory of love. It's celebratory of the theater. It's celebratory theater, of success. Yeah. Um, do you enjoy writing those celebration songs more than you enjoy writing a ballad? Let's say, like, uh, I would whole... say that the uh, the process. Now, look, you guys are mm-hmm. writers and mm-hmm. maybe performers. You consider oh, yeah. yourself. I don't know. Uh, it's the whole process is uh, just part of my yeah. love all of it. Blood flow. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I have to ask you. I I have. I love applause, and it's, it's a CD that I play quite often. Uh, there's a CD though that features some cut songs from Applause. One of my favorites is "The Loneliest Man in Town." Oh yeah, that you sing on the CD. Yes, the loneliest man in town. I don't no, no, remember. No, no, no. It. I mean, I remember it's, the title. And... Yeah, it must have been one of your demos or something. Yeah, it's on. A whole younger generation. It's a it's a bonus on the CD where we know your voice. <laughs> you like this yeah, whole. I song. love this song. It's a great song. So much. I was going to ask you why it was removed from the show, but uh, well, it was a crowded show. There is talk that it's going to be done next year. Applause with uh, Audra McDonald. That's There's very great. very strong talk about it. Mm. I don't know whether contracts have been signed, and uh, hearing this and being very complimented. Maybe, uh, I now remember, uh, that was really typically Lee. Uh, he's very snide about, uh, you know, the Walter Winchells of the world. Right, right, right. Because he's a journalist. Right. Sure. Sure. Well, of course, he's yeah. sensitive to that. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Um, I love that song. Oh, yes. good. I so so when, when Audra does it, if she wants to sing it, great. Well, yeah. and I, I don't even know whether I should say it. It certainly well, hasn't been announced. Yeah. And we'll three quarters of these things never happen. Of course, so. right. But yeah. still... Yeah. And luckily, there's a, a TV version of it that was filmed. Yes, in London, as I recall. In London, yeah. yeah. With Bacall? Yeah. With Bacall, ah. yeah. And, uh, she never stopped working. She had two weeks vacation. So, what does she do? She gets an extra $10,000 or something. She was very money conscious. Mm. Mm. That's so wow. good. That's... And she had, like, she had, uh, Len was telling, Len Carrier was telling us that she had 
approval. Like she could approve who was going to play opposite her. Yes. Because he, he had to meet her. He had to audition for yeah. her as well. Yes. But I think uh, I, I don't, I, I wasn't privy to those discussions, but I would think that would be the case in any uh, case. With the uh, star. Yeah. The yeah. star. And, and also it's a love story. And, yeah. Uh, and it was also very hard to find that character because guys were, you know, either a little gay or yeah. a little too. Uh, she needed somebody who was rough with her because she was a real, you know, strong-willed woman. It was the perfect. It's a, perfect, yeah, it's, it's perfect, perfect casting. It's and seen, you can even yeah. hear it on the recording. Yeah. Was there ever a project that you turned down, and then you said to yourself, "Ah, <laughs> damn it! Why did I do I, that?" I, I'm I'm uh, I'm such a uh, glutton. <laughs> <laughs> that I, I can't I can't remember uh, any turning down anything. <laughs> uh, now, along with that, I've got to say I have been offered that many things, but uh, uh, I can't remember one that. I, I, there must have been some. Well, yes, there have been, uh, or or the collaboration the collaborator didn't want to do it, but most shows that get to the point of being able to offer it. Uh, Having bona fides at all? Uh, no, I I can't remember. There are shows I think I ought to have. I was just looking at Dance a little closer, where oh, uh, yes. Alan and I became good friends. But I never liked it, uh, and uh, he was in London, and he flew over. Uh, Alan's uh, I, I loved Alan. My wife did not like mm. Alan. Uh, in fact, she's one of my only collaborators that she didn't like. There was something about him, but I loved him. Uh, he was great fun and uh, a total. He lied about everything, uh, but he lived. He lived so grandly. Yeah. When he died, I was not in the hospital room, but he ordered champagne. <laughs> and the the week that he was dying, and there I was with him. Everyone's favorite, Annie. Is well, it's been awfully good to me, I, <laughs> and it's been awfully good to us as oh, as, as a population. Yeah, um, it is. It does that. It did that rare thing, which was it, it crossed over into all different types of media. Yes, and it's still right. and it's still with us. Oh yeah, today we, we generations very, generations across how the many, world. We have a very profitable road tour that's been still going, going on. Yeah, yeah, it's been three years, four years. Three? Or, are we at three movies now? Three movie three movies. Three movies of it. Yeah. <laughs> Three movie versions plus your road tour plus revivals. Yeah. Not to mention the countless productions across the country. Yeah. Community theaters, High elementary schools, schools. All of that. Yeah. And the man who had faith in it all along was Martin Charnin. And I, yeah. Uh, and, and Martin and I are old friends, but when he told me about the idea, I thought, oh, God. But then again, <laughs> I must say that Tom and I, but Tom, I, I'd like to give all the credit to. Uh, he had a, a totally different idea mm. of the way to do it. Uh, and it was really Tom who brought it down to earth and to the show that it was today. I'm talking about the style, the color, mm. uh, the, re the reality of it. Uh, he had a totally different idea. Mm. Uh, pictures of Bernadette Peters doing it and things like that. Oh, uh, yeah. um, so it's, uh, to me, Tom... And Martin, but Tom particularly is the hero of, uh, mm. of Annie. Wow. It's a wonderful book. Yeah. And he was so, uh, he's so, I uh, uh, can't say enough about it. You know, rewriting, well, you guys are in the business. Mm -hmm. It's awfully hard rewriting. Mm -hmm. Tom, 
came up with a new scene the next just day. Just like Jarvan mm-hmm. yeah. out there. Worked hard, but uh, he's a wonderful man. That's incredible. So is Martin. I mean, oh, I'm of course. Martin. Well, we've interviewed Martin too. Yeah. yeah. Um, How do you structure when it's time for a song? I would say there it's instinct. I would say it's instinct. And uh, uh, you're right, some of the time, as a matter of fact, talking about Annie, I think we wrote, and maybe uh, Martin will verify this for you, but we wrote at least three different openings for Annie before uh, oh. Maybe came around. I, I think Maybe was, uh, was the, one of the last songs in the show. Yeah, Martin was telling us that. He did tell us that. Yeah, he did tell us that when we spoke to him. We we had yeah, apples, we, apples, and then we had another one about the depression. Uh, uh, we couldn't get the show open, and uh, yeah. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say. Your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandslots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandslots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Wow. When you're working on a show, how do you like to receive notes, feedback, criticism? During it or... Uh... During it. So let's say during the, during the preview period or the rehearsal well, period. Well... First of all, I, I, I do everything for my wife. She's a writer, she's a former dancer, and she loves me. Crazy. <laughs> and I love her. That's good. That's pretty good. Uh, and uh, she, you know, as a dancer, she has a, uh, she's show-wise. And uh, she's not feeling well or I'd ask her to come in and meet you guys. Oh, that's she, all right. She, uh, she's under the weather. And uh, I do it for her, basically. And uh, since in this show, I'm not collaborating with anybody. I'm doing everything myself. Uh, the first time I'm going to hear it is going to be when I do it for a group of people. And as I said, if, if you guys are, are oh, free, yeah. we'd be honored. I'm yeah. just going to have people that uh, some show-wise and yeah. some, you know, yeah. relatives of relatives, sure, that kind sure. of thing. Maybe 12, 13 people. Oh, lovely. And so you'll... That's great. I, so you test, it, you test it on your wife first, close family I would say friends. I tested it on my wife. Yeah, and then when you're actually in the preview period, you listen to the audience. I mean, everyone's yeah, going to have listening. an opinion. Everyone's going to tell you, you know. Well, you get an opinion from the audience if you listen closely, which pros do. You hear the rustle of programs yeah. and know that scene is not happening. Uh, there are a lot of clues. Uh, there are a lot of clues. What do you like out of a director? Well, I've worked with so many different ones. Uh, Gower, who was so creative, uh, was a very difficult man to work with. He was not easygoing, charming. Uh, um, I, I, you know, it's a, it's a 
I, I, when we break up, I will think of some smart answer to give you. That's, uh, that's I've liked right. a lot of directors. A lot of directors I have not liked who have been very good. Uh, a, a lot of directors I've loved, like Josh, who was so sick mentally during, yeah. the, uh, mm. during the thing. Um, I guess it's somebody who takes your vision and loves it, but enhances it. Mm. I, I, uh, I think that's a great answer. I think that's yeah. a great yeah, honestly, answer. I think that's a wonderful answer. I it's hard to say, yeah. uh, because uh, it, it, uh, it's just hard to say. Yeah, right. I, uh, I'm sure every project's a little different with how the director yeah. works on it. Because some shows nowadays, a director might get in early and mm. help develop yeah. the piece, mm. you well, know, focus, and say to the right, and say, oh, maybe we should focus yeah. it this way. Practically always on musicals, there are yeah. so many elements, aside from the music and the dancing, yeah. and the, uh, there are so many uh, staging things that I, I think most directors who can put on a big musical have genius about mm. them. Yeah. So many elements to control it's, uh, that needs an atomic scientist to yeah. really gather them all. And, now, uh, Oh, I'm sorry. Am I correct in saying that this year marks the 40th anniversary of Annie? Am I right on that? I don't, I, I've never counted it. I don't know. I was going to say, even though there's so many productions of it and so many people do it, are you still involved or do you still like to be involved? Well, when I like to be involved. Out or revival? So you're not sick of it at this point? You're not, you don't, so this is something I did 40 years ago and leave uh, it to somebody else. No, I'm not sick of it. I mean, uh, we're going over to London. It's opening there again, I think, for the third time. That's uh, great. Wow, and, and uh, nowadays we're in the position where we say, "Okay, we two first class tickets." Yes, and, please. Uh, yes, yeah, yeah. absolutely. And do you ever hear a piece of yours from years ago and go, "Ah, oh, boy, I wish I could have done this," or "Ah, now I know how to solve that." Well, I I certainly hear things that I've written that I think uh, I could have done better. I don't know. It's a it's a tough one. We think uh, you did great, so don't worry about it. Yeah, <laughs> it's a trick uh, question. I, I don't know. I, I, it, 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 being a musician, uh, there is a lot that happens. That, that you know, you strike two notes or three notes, mm -hmm. uh, and the fact that you like it or dislike it in a certain way is such a part of your unconscious. I, I've written what people have said. Oh, that's a wonderful melody if they have, and it, it came out of, uh, it really came out of the uncon your unconscious. Yeah. I, I swear I didn't write it. It came from my training, it mm. came from things my mother liked. Mm. Yeah. I don't know. All so of that cool. stuff put together. And yeah. Cause, yeah, because we could say, a very common question for composers is, who influenced you? You know, who, what writers... You know, well, that were, were the ones that you said, ah, oh, that's where I, you know, got my voice, or that's where I... Well, I, I know I admire pieces. the attitude of Berlin a lot. Oh, of course. Oh, yeah. Porter, uh, uh, more than I do, say, Jay-Z, mm -hmm. whom I got to know slightly. Yeah. And uh, uh, I don't share much with him, except he's a nice guy. Yeah. And, uh, but uh, I don't have that same experience with uh, carrying drugs and... You yeah, know, and all that. Right. Or at least you won't admit to it on air. I understand that. <laughs> yeah, that's okay. <laughs> that's okay. Um, let me ask you, there's so many wonderful... Hey, by the way, how long is your program? It's not... Uh... Oh, I'm so sorry. We, we will probably split it up into two parts. Oh, great. 
You okay? You're, yeah. You're yeah, I'm fine. I, I I'm very guilty you. about it because I'm enjoying it so much, and I should be working, but I'm enjoying it. Oh, so. okay. Well, we, we'll, we'll, we will we'll, wrap we'll, up soon. We will watch this. We will zip Because we're enjoying it, too. Yes, I'm so why. sorry. We, we're asking 90 million questions. Um, a Broadway musical. Uh, based based on your experiences of, on Golden Boy, or not true? Uh, yes, it was based... What we tried to do was do a ridiculous musical based on doing a musical. And it was a good idea. And from the get-go, uh, everything turned out wrong about it. Uh, and I can't explain it in a, in a way... I don't have, even now, enough distance from it. It was, it, it was a good idea. And uh, I don't know, I screwed it up, Lee screwed it up, the director screwed it up, the actor screwed it up. I don't know, but it started to go, and it's, I think it's like surgery. It, you can't get a Band-Aid. You think, I mm. mean, sometimes you can. Yeah. Hello, Dolly, which Lee and I worked on, uh, there was a very minor problem, which Lee and I were able to help. Gower and Jerry Before saw Before the parade passes by, yeah. isn't that? Yeah, it was in that, in that, yeah. that spot. Yeah. And, uh, but the rest of the show was, was swinging. Yeah. Uh, in a Broadway musical, we cast it wrong. The songs never, everything was misplaced. It's like, it was like surgery where the, the guy attached the toe to the nose or yeah. something. Yeah. We, we just did it all wrong. It was a terrific idea. We loved it. And, uh, and we knew the signs were bad and bad and worse. And we just kept trying to. And then, we, then Gower came in as a favor. And he made it even worse. Mm. Because in trying to make it better, uh, the skin graft right. didn't take. So it was something that shouldn't have happened. It should have. Uh, but it was a good idea. Whatever it was, I can't even remember. It was about a basketball team or something, or a, a black company. Yeah, uh, the the musical within the musical thing was called Sneakers. Yes. Yeah, that's right. It was a, a musical about about a a, a black basketball yeah. team, and and the musical within the musical was called Sneakers, <laughs> and uh, uh, it had some wonderful some some great lyrics it's got i really like the score but there's you've no heard the, there's an album of it uh, there not a, not a published album oh there is uh, there is a, a somebody little, i think brought their leg. tape yeah they brought their okay. tape recorder into the theater and nice. really i didn't know that yes yeah. and i've listened to it yeah. and it's yeah it's really lawyers is a really funny song yes the I titles mean, i you know i don't remember the song but i remember liking the song yeah yeah yeah, yeah yeah no totally i mean you've written over 200 yeah, yeah. it's uh, the title song is fantastic i'm yeah, I, uh, that i do yes. know because i used to play that i i like to perform on my show uh and we had a song called a broadway musical and I still like that song. Huh. A lunatic play that sings and dances. A Broadway musical. You got, you got lots of dough and like slim chances. A Broadway musical. You go out of town. The sets fall down. The custom-made shoes don't fit. You've done the, 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 the yes. wonder why you got into it. 
That's just one of the things. Oh. A very smart lyric, I think. I, I love it. I hope there's a recording of it somewhere. Who, who, is that was Lee? Did Lee? Did Lee? Yeah. the lyrics. That, yeah, right? Lee did. Lyrics. Yeah. Um, Flowers for Algernon, which I just got to see. It was at Fifty Four Below recently in concert. There's yeah. a wonderful recording of it. Um, it's a, one that's very special to you, isn't it? Uh, well, they all are. Yes, way, yes, yes, yes. Of course. Flowers for Algernon. Uh, it, it was very tough to do. It was about brain surgery. Uh, it's a very uh, oddball uh, love story, and uh, it moves me. My wife uh, d- directed a, a, a company of it just recently at a, at a college, mm. and uh, it brought tears to my eyes. And oh. the audience just loved it, mm-hmm. and they stood. Uh, I have a feeling in a certain way it was before its time, which a lot of people say, but I do remember in London uh, uh, some guy, he happened to be gay, but that was beside the point in the lobby. He said, what are they going to write about next? Uh, uh, throat surgery? Uh, he had some very bitchy remark oh, about no, it. That's uh, and uh, the fact is it came from a very famous book, and uh, it's it's... It's it's a fable, so to speak. And it was way ahead of its time. Well, I don't know. I know, all I know is I saw it recently in a school production, and the audience stood mm, and cheered. Mm, mm. As uh, as well they should. So, for our listeners, if you're not familiar with Flowers for Algernon, which starred the Phantoms Michael Crawford, Michael Crawford before he was the Phantoms Michael Crawford, yeah, um, it's a really it's very touching. It's it a, is. It's, a it's, it's very touching, and it's a, uh, the book is very popular still. Yeah, but the uh, the musical. Like it never, it, it got good reviews. Right. And uh, in London, right? I mean, it was. It, did it, it was here. Yeah, it was here. With it opened here. And, it but did. it was called when it first opened. It was in Washington, uh-huh. D.C., uh, and it got raves. Right. Absolute raves, and uh, I remember because Gower was in Washington with Forty uh, Second Street, mm. and uh, and they got panned in Washington, and he said, "Congratulations," huh. I said. Something happens when you go from Washington to New York. Huh. It just changes everything. And around is exactly what happened. 42nd Street became a smash. Uh, Flowers for Algernon got mild reviews, not enough to be a hit. Wow. And uh, in London, the uh, same way. I, uh, got very good reviews, but it didn't get great reviews. Yeah. So it's the show, obviously. Uh, but it's like a, everything it, you put in... Well, you guys know. Yeah, it's 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 really lovely though. And I in in, yes, he, in New York was called Charlie and Algernon, right? Yes, uh, I think so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, you are, I think, the first team to write a sequel to their own musical success. Is that correct? You were the first with Bring Birdie? Back Birdie. Yeah, uh, we did. Uh, which could have been <laughs> one of which could have been a good. I still like that show very much. So we've we talked about it on we the talked podcast about it. before. Talked about it before. I, I like it. We've that was really it. Uh, screwed up by uh, not him personally, but Joe. I think with Joe Layton. Joe Layton, yeah. Who, who fell in love with television, and we spent the whole show. Heard this before. Yes. Uh, we spent the whole time of the show, where it should have been rehearsing and rewriting, where he was doing his tech, uh, very uh, complicated technical things. With televisions all over, all over the set. And we should uh, remind our listeners that this sequel to Bye Bye Birdie, Bring Back Birdie, starred Donald O'Connor, yeah, uh, and Cheetah Rivera and Cheetah. coming back yeah. again to playing the same role. Yeah. Did, I, were you trying to get Dick Van Dyke at first to re, to reunite them? I don't remember. Yeah, I think uh, uh, Dick became 
shortly after Birdie, the biggest star in the world. Oh, yeah. With his television show oh, and then some yeah. very successful movies. Uh, on Bring Back Birdie, so this, what, what was the impetus behind making a sequel? Um, I think gluttony. <laughs> uh, I don't know why. That's right. I, there was no. Well, there's never. Look, you two guys are writers. I. Uh, I don't know what what impels you to do it. it, it there's nothing else to do on Tuesday, so. Uh, <laughs> I, I I don't know. Uh, it was such a success, and. Uh, yeah. It was, yeah. and you were aged a little bit. You know, yeah. and so it might have been like, well, I wonder what these characters are doing 20 years yeah. later. You know, there's an element that was of a, that. I mean, the, that, yeah. I, I would say that was yeah. the strongest motivation. And yeah. it's a lovely score. The score is very well, lovely. I agree. Yeah. yeah. Um, was it fun to come back to those characters? Uh, well, it's all mixed up with the, uh, it was a troubled show from a personal point of view. Uh, uh, was it Joe, Joe Layton who directed it? Yes. Uh, the the uh, authors didn't like him. Uh, there was just trouble from the start. Yeah. Yeah. And I remember Mike and Lee, or Mike and I, had a fight. We everybody, nothing went right about it. And uh, and um, I don't know. It's it, it's hard to explain where yeah. things go wrong. It was actually. Uh, um, it was a lot of fun for Lee and I to write, and one of my favorite uh, songs, which landed with a big thud, was called "Don't Say F.A.T. in Front of Conrad," which was uh, they we played him as a kind of dummy, and yeah. you know, twenty yeah. years later, yeah, and uh, the audience never smiled. <laughs> Lee and I had so much fun writing it. Uh, <laughs> Who knows? And that's part of it too, right? Yeah. I mean, you you probably written songs that you thought, no, oh, this is good, and then yeah. the audience said, Wah, that's yeah. amazing, and then songs that you it's thought amazing. were amazing that the audience just said, yeah, you know, you never know yeah. with an audience, isn't yeah. that crazy? Have you ever had a moment where you said to yourself, "That's it, I'm done, no more"? No, yeah, because I was trained as a composer, and if yeah. if uh, the worst thing happened to me in the world, I wouldn't know what to do. At ten o'clock the next day, if I didn't come forward. it's in your blood. Mm. Yeah, you can't you can't stop. Yeah, if you did not do this for a living, what do you think you might have gotten into? Well, I was a piano player in bars, and uh, I've seen a lot of elderly piano players in bars, and I often think to myself, "There, but for the grace of." Yeah, but what if you couldn't touch a piano ever again? What would you end up doing? Doctor, teacher. I don't know. Yeah. It's, it's, I, I, I'm going to puzzle over that one. Uh, I've been very lucky. I'm I'm married the woman that I love. I love more all the time. I have four kids that I'm mad about. Yeah. Yeah. And so uh, I think I'm a lucky guy. Yeah. We've talked a little bit about uh, Alan J. Lerner already with uh, Dance a Little Closer. Rags. Rags is uh, a huge favorite of so many people. And we keep. When's it going to come back? It's uh, this summer. It's opening in uh, at Good uh, Goodspeed. Yeah, great. Yeah, so it's going to be done at Goodspeed. News. It's um, being rewritten now. The book has been cut down and uh, changed a lot. Yeah, and uh, I haven't seen the new book yet, 
And uh, that's the next project I'm involved in. That's Are you excited? Great. That's wonderful. Yes, I am. I always loved it, and Stephen loved it, too. And uh, Stephen, who has one of the big hits on Broadway, he signed a document to me. We dated it and stamped it um, with a, our own stamp, where he said, I will never write a musical after this, after Greg became a, a non-success. Speaking of what would you, you know, yeah. would you ever want to just yeah. throw Have it all away? Stephen yet? Uh, Stephen Schwartz? No, not yet. We, no, we should. He's, all, he's, he's on, on our list. list. Yeah. He's also on our well, list. Well, to ask him about, tell him you saw this, the contract. I actually have it here. Was <laughs> That's it? really I, funny. Stephen Schwartz, dated, I'm, uh, I'm uh, talk about uh, it never write a musical again. Uh, and signed, and uh, we've made a fake notary uh, stamp <laughs> and everything. Uh, I, I have it somewhere in my closet. Oh, my God. Amazing. Amazing. Well, rags, there are so many different compositional sounds that are going on in that yeah, show. I would trust, yeah. How much of it was in your blood already? How much, of it, how much of it were you like, I have to seek this out to understand this world better? It's such an eclectic score that represents so many voices. So I'm wondering... Well, you got it. I mean, I, I grew up, I went to public schools. I had a good private school education, good teachers in composition, a great love of our country. Uh, and like everybody in this room, we all came from Russia or Germany right. or wherever, Ireland. Uh, in, my, in my case, my uh, great-great-grandparents came from Austria and Germany. Mm -hmm. Uh, and uh, I don't know where yours come. Barbara's come Russia. from Russia. Yeah, Russia. Yeah, Russia and uh, Germany. Yeah. Where do uh, yours come from? And so, England. Oh, British. English, yeah. England. Yeah. So yeah. Uh, that's that's what it is. Yeah. And, uh, I I wanted to do that. Yeah. I, I think it's a I think it's a great part about our country. Oh yeah. And you you go to London. We spend a lot of time in London. Uh, everybody looks the same. Everybody looks like Prince Philip. Yeah. Uh, and and we used to notice that because we're great walkers, Barbara and I. And uh, I said, everybody looks like Prince Philip. Yeah. Uh, nobody looks like you do or I do. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Maybe that's a good thing on my end. <laughs> you know, I've often said that with rags, you could go to Bye Bye Birdie, play them that score. Maybe play Nightingale. Maybe play. Oh, maybe play. Uh, maybe play Annie, and then play rags. You would think it was three different composers, yeah. and I mean that as a compliment. Yeah. But yeah, it, it well, is it is three different voices. I mean, you, yeah. the way that you can adapt to your pieces, I think, is commendable. I, I think it's just because I'm very, I care a great deal about, in rags particularly, I care a great deal uh, about my immigrant background. Do you think your writing style has ever changed or adapted depending on who you're writing with as a partner? You think that other partners not inspired? Consciously, not, not consciously. I mean, uh, Alan was a uh, a learner who you know I was scared of. Uh, he had just come off My Fair Lady, and uh, he said, "Do you mind if I sit here while you're composing?" And I said, uh, "Wow!" I said, "No, I don't think so. I nobody had ever done that." Mm. But he said he he got in the habit of doing it because Fritz never liked. Uh, to compose, uh, I mean, he didn't like to work, and so he got in the habit of sitting there and saying, "No, you to know, make I sure like he was yeah. working." Yeah. How uh, funny! Yeah, so uh, he used to sit and listen to everything, reading the the paper. Yeah, and, uh, and every once in a while he put the paper down. And he said, "What was that last thing you you played?" It was kind of uh, nerve wracking for me. A well, yeah, I would thought what I was going to say. Yeah. I yeah. think it'd be kind of feeling like you had a monkey on your yeah. back. There. But I also had moments of where I would bring him a whole song, yeah. 
He was the hardest working man I've ever met. Uh, uh, people I know who worked with him, like Burton Lane, and uh, and even my wife, who didn't work with him, didn't like art. Right. Uh, he was a very, very uh, neurotic man, huh. uh, Alan. And uh, Leonard Bernstein, whom I knew quite well toward, at the end of his life. Oh, did you? Yeah, we became... I mean, I knew him from Tanglewood. You know, I was oh. in the first year of Tanglewood. Oh, yes. Uh, but we didn't become close friends, and he never performed a serious work of mine. But at the end of his life, after his divorce particularly, but even during his divorce, I mean, during his, the last part of his marriage, Lenny and I became very friendly. Wow. Mm. And he also, it was at a time he was breaking down. Mm -hmm. At the end of his life, he was very sad. Yeah. But any, anyway, Lenny said to me, <laughs> he said, you're going to work with Alan Lerner. He said, it's the worst fucking experience you could ever have. I know you got to cut that. No, one. no, it's fine. That's good. Uh, he said the thing that he remembers most was <laughs> Alan had a yacht. in, uh, And he said... Here he was in a rowboat, rowing out to meet Alan, Alan's yacht in the Bay of Naples or something. And he said, what am I doing here? <laughs> and he said, you're going to find that with Alan. And sure enough, you, you, you did. He, uh, he was, he, when we worked on the show originally, he rented a castle. In, uh, like in, you do. In London. What? Uh, in, uh, outside of London. Yeah, in the countryside somewhere. That's incredible. That's oh incredible. man, he sounded oh, like he could throw a party, though. <laughs> well, he, he on himself. I uh, <laughs> he was he was okay. I mean, I loved him. My wife did not like him. Sure, sure. Well, it he, seems like he was a specific personality type. Yeah, That's, he definitely was. And then one of our another favorite of ours, Nick and Nora, is going to be coming back for a little reunion concert. I hear. At Feinstein's 54 Below? Well, Charles, if you want tickets for your own show, just let me know. <laughs> well, it's, we I will tell you that they're both selling like crazy, so there oh, you go. So really? That, yeah, seriously. Oh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's nice. Yeah, so just say so you know. So well, we well, what's next for me, uh, there are two things. But the thing uh, that's most urgent for me is I've done something uh, which I really should title Chutzpah. I, I've, I've written a new musical where I've written the book, music, and the lyrics. Fantastic. That's right. And uh, it's been very trying, but it's so much fun. I'm up at, uh, I would say, five in the morning every day working on it. That's what, that's your writing time is morning hours? Uh, yes, in yeah. general, but not usually that early. Yeah, yeah. you're But you're, you're excited. Ready to go. I mean, is there a title? Can you t tell yeah, us the title? Yeah, it's called Notes. Notes. Yeah, and it's all biographical. It's about a musician who. Uh, Great. Uh, I would say. Basically me, but it's it doesn't touch every incident in my life, anything sure. like that. But it's about a musician like you. You can play the yeah. the role. Yeah. Uh, but it starts when he's twenty six, I think, and uh, it's about uh, maybe ten years of his life. That's Fantastic. all. Oh. And then a lot of it is made up. A lot of it is really biographical, but nobody knows the difference. Sure, though. it's sure. great. When speaking of the book, his book, we should. Oh, your well. autobiography is fantastic. Put on a happy face. Which I is do. everyone read it? 
It's so good. Which is available <laughs> on you. Amazon. I think it's also available on Kindle now yeah. as well. Yeah, yeah. I'm, doing, I'm doing some kind of event for it next week. Ten copies a year, but I'm I, really grateful for oh, it. Oh, I love, love it. it. And I think the yeah. way you wrote it and laid everything out, I, the stories you tell in it are, are like so superb. I think if That's you really so want, nice an, of you to say if you want an insight into the business, everyone, it, it's a great point of view and a great yeah. understanding of what it That's is so to be nice in this business. Say, I had, uh, oh, I know why it's in my mind. A friend of mine, a playwright, uh, I, whom I saw yesterday, I don't know why it's not the first thing I said to you, a very fine playwright, uh, said he uh, he had read it and he, he thought it could dramatize very well. Oh, absolutely. Oh, absolutely. In a heartbeat. Hey, you know, <laughs> yeah, my both. cup runneth over. <laughs> when, last question for you is, when are we going to see a review of Charles Strauss's music? We have the Sondheim reviews. We have the Jerry Herman reviews, where it's an evening of, of Even music. Frank Lesser. We, yeah, yeah. Right. yeah. When, when are we going to get the Charles Strauss one? Uh, I love my wife is a director and choreographer, and I'd love her to. Uh, I think that's. Yeah. Great. I think yeah. the. I think but right we'll, now, I'm so busy on. This, I know. So I know. I know. I, I love that you have a to-do list on the piano that says Charles to-do oh, yeah. list. So good. I, uh, I keep thinking now I'm done. I'm gonna, but uh, there's so always many, something more. So many elements to a musical. Well, especially when you're writing all of them. Yeah. I mean, the, you yeah. you know yeah. you really literally have to format yeah. it all. You have to do all the busy work. Yeah. I yeah. mean, it's. That's and I write something, and there are a lot of repeats, so I'll just put repeat. Eight sure. Five, of course. Sure. I have to write it out for something. Exactly. Eventually, yeah. piano players got to. Yeah. 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 Totally. Well, we we are so grateful that oh, you've spent so much time with us. We're, they, hey, we're all in this. No, but but thank you. And we cannot wait to see what's gonna happen next. And well for today and for everything that you've given us. Thank you. It's my pleasure. Thank you. We really are thankful. Till next time. Till next time. Take care everyone. Bye-bye. I dream the dream of days to come Where spongership is high and money is forthcoming That's beautiful, Kevin I really added a voice onto that one, too (laughs) I really was trying to go for something there Listeners, we love creating this podcast But it does cost money Please don't make me sell my Angel record Oh my gosh, the original cast recording of Angel That, like, nobody has Nobody has it If you like what we are doing And want us to keep doing more of it Please head over to Patreon.com What? P-A-T R-E-O-N dot com. Pat Rion. I feel Pat Rion. Yeah, Pat Pat Rion. Rion. Pat Rion. Yeah, once you're there, search for Behind the Curtain Broadway's Living Legends. And of course, we don't expect to give without receiving some great rewards. Such rewards include behind-the-scenes videos, shout-outs on future episodes, or episodes, depending on what part of the country you're from, (laughs) because I said episodes, and early access to some of our podcasts. Hell, for the right price, Kevin and I will come to your apartment and act out all of Agnes of God. (laughs) So head over, friends, to P-A-T-R-E-O-N.com to help us out. Hey, it's Leslie Odom Jr. here on the Broadway Podcast Network to tell you about the RISE Theatre Directory, a program of maestro music. RISE is a national online resource designed to connect and empower backstage and administrative and creative theatre professionals from underrepresented backgrounds. If you work or aspire to work in the theater community, this can help you find your next project. And if you hire theater professionals, search the Rise Theater directory to find your next team. Create your profile now and get more information by visiting risetheater.org. That's theater with an R-E-R-I-S-E-T-H-E-A-T-R-E 
org because only together we rise. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.